0: Hello and happy Friday. Yeah, we finally made it to the end of another week. Hopefully everyone had the best week of their life this week where Braxton is here to get you through to the weekend and hopefully you have an even better weekend with all of your sports teams getting dubs this weekend. Got a great episode for you guys today. Going to be talking some uh, NBA news and then predicting this week, giving my picks for uh, the weekend in the NFL and college football. Got a pretty good, not a great slate uh, this weekend. One of the lesser slates of the year that we've seen so far in the NFL and college football world. But great games nonetheless. And before we dive into that, make sure you follow on your favorite podcasting platform, any podcasting platform, you can find Burgers & Brots. That's Burgers & Brots. And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers & Brots. All this podcast is uh, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Hefner Eye Care, great great place to get your eyes checked. Uh, if you haven't gone and get your eyes checked in over a year, uh, you need to get that done. Usually get them checked every six months, even more uh, once you get older. Great lenses, uh, glasses, contacts, sunglasses, any brand you can think of, they have them. You can even virtually try them on on the HefnerEyeCare.com virtual try-on store. Go check that out. Don't You can do that from the comfort of your own home. Don't even have to go into the office. You can try on the glasses from your phone screen. So check them out, 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. So let's dive into... Uh, World Series starts, tonight. I did a podcast on that uh, this past week and gave my full predictions on that. Should should be a great game. Should be a great series. Uh, we got Verlander tonight for uh, the Houston Astros. And I uh, this series, just Verlander, like I mentioned, is 0-6 all-time in the World Series. Uh, that's not very good. Uh, but, I mean, obviously... Justin Raylander is a great, great pitcher, and he's going against Aaron Nola on the other... Houston Astros going against Aaron Nola on the other side. I mean, history has to change, right, for Justin Raylander? Well, it might, it might not. That's why I'm going with the Phillies in game one, beating the Houston Astros tonight. So, I got Phillies tonight, Houston probably takes game two, much better pitching, uh, uh, I mean, a much bigger difference on that duel tomorrow night for Houston and Philly. But I think it should be a great series. I've got Phillies in 7 on this one. I mean, hopefully, Phillies can win in 4. Don't think that's going to happen. Astros finally got their bats hot against the Yankees last series. Phillies have been hot. Bryce Harper is just phenomenal. Phenomenal this last series against the Padres. The whole Phillies team has been so it is going to be a fun World Series to watch out, Phillies and Seven. Go check out the latest podcast to get my full predictions on the 2022 World Series. Uh, also, some NBA has been going on this past week. I mean, we're like five games in now. A bunch of teams, we're looking to see at where a bunch of these teams are right now. Don't Can't go full. Uh, this is how bad or good this team is going to be because, I mean, obviously it is still early. But looking at uh some of these teams, I mean, Celtics, Knicks, 3 and 1 on the season. The Nets and Sixers only have one win. 76ers 1 and 4 and Nets 1 and 3 on the year. Uh, these teams better start turning around, which I think they can because these teams have talent. Um uh, the Bucks 3 and 0, Cavaliers with Donovan Mitchell, 3 and 1. Dean Mitchell's been cooking in Cleveland. And then the Hawks, uh, Wizards, both at 3-1 and one on the year. Uh, Magic, 0-5. Uh, not the only winless team in the NBA. You got two Western Conference teams who are winless with the Kings and the Lakers. First time ever in LeBron's career, that, or first time since his rookie season in Cleveland that he was started the season 0-4. Uh, this team needs some major help, some major shooters picking it up because they got to make some big trades. Uh, if they want to get some wins, they're only averaging a hundred points uh, on the year right now through four games. So uh, that is not great uh, basketball for that. Uh, Suns got a major beatdown over the Warriors the other night with Clay Thompson getting ejected and them fighting with D Book. Uh, Jazz Trailblazers all at four and one on the year. We got the Clippers at two and two, Warriors two and two. And then the Pelicans and Grizzlies both at 3-1. and one. The Mavs only at 1-2. and two. So, I mean, it's still early in the year. Uh, so, really, anything can happen uh, this uh, season. Uh, some scores from the other day. Milwaukee got a 11-point uh, win over the Brooklyn Nets. You had Denver getting a big win over the Lakers. Uh, identical scores, actually, 99-110 in both games. Uh, there, Cleveland getting a win over Orlando. New York scoring 134 over uh, Charlotte, uh, winning by three in overtime. Toronto winning by ten against the Phillies in regulation, and then Minnesota scoring 134 uh, against the Spurs. And then Utah getting a win over Houston. That Utah team, pretty good. Uh, we pro- probably can't name any people on that team, but they are getting wins uh, left and right. So. Uh, tonight You got Utah-Denver rematch there. Utah won that first game of the year. You got Cleveland-Boston. That's going to be a phenomenal game. Philly-Toronto. Lakers-Minnesota. New York-Milwaukee. New Orleans-Phoenix. Great night of NBA basketball for a Friday night. So you got college football. You got World Series. And you got a great slate of NBA games uh, there. Uh, it's going to be a fun, fun weekend too uh, for the sports world. So uh, let's start. Let's dive into that. Give my NFL picks for this week and breaking down some of those games so let's start with the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Minnesota Vikings Arizona three and four Minnesota five and one Minnesota favored by three and a half in this game so uh Minnesota five and one uh, who would have saw that come in with uh money Kirk Cousins uh just carrying this team right now 1500 yards nine touchdowns five interceptions though but they're getting wins and wins is all that matters i mean an impressive win over the dolphins didn't have Tua, but big win over the bears saints lions so i mean these teams that they're beating are not great teams they're still five and one but as you as i just read off that the teams they're winning are not great football teams uh card cardinals i mean don't expect a slow start. Usually they get off super hot. Cliff Kingsbury teams get off uh, extremely well, and then they just collapse towards the end of the season. Maybe they're just reversing it this year. Uh, we saw Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury kind of get into it where uh, Kyler Murray told Cliff to chill the heck down. Uh, we're just waiting for this Cardinals team to get hot. <clears throat> I mean, it should happen any day now. They're literally middle of the league in total offense. Uh Kyle was 18th in rushing with, or I mean in passing with 239 yards uh, per game and 1,600 on the season, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. So he's just not getting those touchdowns that he's used to. I think this game will be a really high-scoring game. I think it will be super entertaining. Uh, this, this game is going to either get Arizona on the right track. If they win this game, impressive win. And then if Minnesota wins, I think they can prove they are a contender because, I mean, this will... Cardinals have a losing record, but this is uh, one of their, their toughest game. if they can... This is the best team they're going to beat if they win this game. Uh, I don't know if I can uh, trust... I just don't know if I can trust Kirk Cousins for this long. I mean, it's not a primetime game, so they have that going for them in Minnesota. Uh, Justin Jefferson's cooking. He's getting the ball. Justin Jefferson, 654 yards on the year. Cardinals get DeAndre Hopkins back. That is huge. That is huge for them. So... Give me the Arizona Cardinals in this game. Cardinals over Minnesota. Uh, Next game, we got the Giants at the New York football Giants, who are 6 1 head to Seattle to face Geno Smith and the 4 3 Seahawks. Seahawks favored by 3 in this one, even though Giants only have one loss on the year. Uh, Speaking of the Giants, they just traded Kadarius Toney. They were here, they drafted 20th overall. Uh, for a uh, I believe third um, for a third and fourth round pick so uh, pretty odd getting rid of a pretty decent wide receiver uh, for just a few picks they trade him to the chiefs. Uh, Giants six are they the worst six and one team ever? Probably not but uh, some of the teams that they've beaten are the Jaguars. Ravens, pressing win, and then Green Bay in London, and then versus the Bears. So, not an awful um, slew of opponents right there, but uh, not great uh, for a 6 and 1 team. Uh, Geno, this is a Geno resurgence team. I mean, Seattle, he is leading Seattle to uh, the number one seed in the NFC West right now. Uh, 11 touchdowns, only three interceptions for Geno. Who would have thought that this year? 1,700 yards. Daniel Jones, on the other hand, uh, 500 less yards and only six touchdowns on the season. Kenneth Walker is a major storyline in this game. He is RB1 now. He's got 67 attempts for 410 yards Look and four touchdowns. On the other side of that, Saquon Barkley, who's leading the league in rushing, Uh, 143 attempts, 726 yards, 4 touchdowns. So at this pace, Walker would have over 100 more yards than Barkley if he had the same amount of touches, Uh, maybe even more than that. So uh, this is going to be a run-dominant game, I believe, using Kenneth Walker and Saquon. It might be a pretty low-scoring game, but uh, which running back is going to be the one that carries their team to a win? It's also going to be an offense versus defense, a slowdown. Uh, Seattle, there's no, they have no defense there. They are third to last in the league in defense. Offense, they're 12th in the league. Uh, New York Giants, uh, about 12th in the league on defense. So pretty going to be a pretty evenly matchup. I think it will be a low-scoring game. But give me Seattle. Geno Smith getting a win over the New York football Giants. Next game, we got uh, the 49ers at The or yeah, 49ers at the Rams. 49ers three and four in the year. Los Los Angeles Rams three and three. The Rams actually favored by one and a half in this game, even though considering that the 49ers uh, beat the Rams twenty four to nine uh, on that Monday Night Football just a few weeks ago. Uh, Both these teams are great on defense. Uh, 49ers third overall. The Rams fifth overall. Jimmy Garoppolo has his offense better than uh, the reigning Super Bowl defending champs Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford also uh, on the year. I uh, mean, the 49ers just got Christian McCaffrey as well. Uh, they're one of the better teams in rushing for the 49ers. The Rams, second to last with only 70 yards per game uh, rushing the football. So uh, this game, I it, it's going to be a lot of defense, but... I think the 49ers are also just going to run this clock all over with Christian McCaffrey all over the 49ers, uh, or over the Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams just got to get Cooper Cup going. That's it. Just throw him the ball. Matt Stafford, just get him the ball. Stafford, the only uh, six touchdowns to his eight interceptions. That is not a winning formula there. Uh, 49ers, I... Too many weapons. This team is looking pretty good with Jimmy G, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, the, I, I Give me the 49ers in this one. I think the 49ers go in and beat the Rams, give the Rams another losing record on the year. 49ers are going to be a dangerous team if they get it picked up. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun team to watch in San Fran. Uh, next game, we got uh, the Bears at Cowboys uh Chicago three and four in the air coming off a big win uh, Monday night over the New England Patriots Dallas five and two Cooper Rush uh carried this team and then Dak Prescott just got back and had a pretty solid uh game back from injury last week Dallas is fair by nine and a half in this one That is a lot of points in the NFL especially if we don't know if Dak Prescott is 100 percent. Justin Fields only one thousand yards on the season, passing five touchdowns, six interceptions. So not a great, it's uh, not a great stat line right there. Uh, Zeke, he not running the ball well. Hundred nine attempts, four hundred forty three yards, only four touchdowns. So not great averages on that one. Basically four yards a carry. See if uh, Cowboys against CeeDee Lamb, their receiving core, more involved. I mean, this is Dak's uh, second game back, so I think he should be much better in this game. The Bears are going to slow this game down because with that uh, attack of Khalil Herbert, uh, they are the number one team in rushing. I mean, Justin, or Justin Fields can also run the ball, but uh, they are the f- number one team in rushing in the league with 181 yards uh, only putting up 18 points though, a game you don't win many games, put up 18 points. That's why their defense or their offense is 32nd in passing, first in rushing, and 28th overall. So that is a major difference. You are the number one team in rushing and the 32nd team in passing. That isn't that is incredible. You don't see that really ever for one single NFL team. Defense, second in the league in passing. So Get stops against Dak Prescott. I mean, if you can force two turnovers, you are in a great position to win this game. Uh, we don't know if Justin Fields is going to break through. Is finally breaking through. Uh, he had a good game last week against the Patriots. Maybe that was his breakthrough game. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, we can see that. I think this will. This can be a very fun quarterback matchup. Dallas is uh, going to rely heavily on that defense, that six overall defense. If Dak Prescott is not one hundred percent, like I mentioned, but uh, Chicago, uh, if they can get some stops, get some interceptions, two t- two turnovers by Dak, I think they're in a great position to win this game pretty handily. Maybe if they can capitalize, but we just know they don't capitalize. They only put up eighteen points per game. It is going to be a fun matchup with. Uh, this team. I think it's going to be a fun game, pretty middle uh, pretty uh probably in the 20s, but I think Dallas ultimately gets it done. I think they have the better players, better quarterback right now, better defense obviously, and they can just spread the ball out more than the Chicago Bears give you more options than the Bears. So give me the Dallas Cowboys over the Bears in this one. And then finally Sunday night, we got the Green Bay Packers uh at the Buffalo Bills. Aaron Rodgers under 500 for the like first time in his career, basically, uh, against the 5-1 Buffalo Bills. The Bills are favored by 11.5, and Aaron Rodgers has never in his career been uh, underdog by more than double digits. This is the first time ever that Aaron Rodgers will be double-digit underdogs in a game. So that is remarkable. Uh, Rodgers, only 11 touchdowns on the year, still 1,500 yards—or 1,600 yards— Uh, Through the air Josh Allen on the other hand Just under 2,000 yards He'll break that this week And then 17 touchdowns To his four interceptions Also the leading rusher on the team With nearly 50 attempts For 260 yards Uh, Packers They've got to get the ball to their receivers They've got to get more receivers honestly In the free agency And then just rely heavily on Aaron Jones He's only got one touchdown on the air Through the ground Rely more on that. Yeah, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, great running back. One-two punch. ride more on Aaron Jones. Give him the ball if you want to win in Buffalo. Give it to him. Um, it, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, never count out Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this team is really not great. Uh, the Bills, though, on the other hand, the number one overall offense and the number one overall defense, but green bay is the number one defense against the pass this year so like i mentioned with last game you gotta get turnovers in this game you gotta get it Uh, if you don't get turnovers you are not going to be anywhere near uh, winning this football game the bills have scored first in all but one game and they've won all but uh the one game so That is a major stat to look at whoever scores first in this game. Green Bay, you got to get off hot. Aaron Rodgers knows how to get hot in games and start off uh, scoring the football. They got to do that if they want to stay here. Start fast and let Aaron Jones just cook through the game. Slow that game down. Start fast but keep it slow uh, there. I still trust Rodgers to keep it close but I really don't see uh, the Green Bay Packers getting a win here. i it's Aaron, it is Aaron Rodgers, so who knows. But uh, I think the Buffalo Bills pretty handily win this game. This is only only their third game at home. So uh, it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. Sunday Night Football will be fun. Uh, but give me the Bills in that one. So that's my NFL picks for this week. Let's move on to the On This Day in History. You got 1938. Nylon is created. So, we use nylon in a lot of products, uh, need nylon. So, that is created in 1938. 1982, the China population reaches 1 billion. Yeah, 1 billion with the B. In 1904, the first section of the New York subway is opened. 1904. Some birthdays to give out. Happy birthday, Teddy Roosevelt, Bill Gates, and Julia Roberts. Some great birthdays there. Uh, on this day, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Go check them out, 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Get your eyes checked. Go schedule your eye exam now. Uh, get your contacts, glasses, sunglasses. You can virtually try on sunglasses from the comfort of your own home. Sunglasses or glasses from the comfort of your own home. Go to hefnereyecare.com. Go to their virtual try-on store. 1, 2, 3, ABC. Easy as that. Uh, make sure you follow on any place you get your podcast at burgers and Brots. that's burgers ambers and stay up today with the latest news on twitter instagram and youtube at burgers and Brots. all right let's dive into the college football segment uh we're gonna start with florida at georgia yeah this game in jacksonville every year georgia a 22 and a half favorite over Florida, which is uh, kinda kinda crazy to me considering how Georgia's kind of been kind of slow start uh to these games. I mean they're getting wins, but I mean they're still undefeated at 7-0, but still it's gonna be rainy in Jacksonville. Twenty two and a half point spread is a lot. Um sets a minute. Two thousand yards though. He's got two thousand yards only seven seven touchdowns, but only one interception on the season anthony richardson on the other side for florida finally got his touchdowns but he's underwater with his ratio of six touchdowns seven interceptions this game doesn't have as much hype to it as we've seen in recent uh in in, over the last few years actually but florida does have the athletes and they are good enough to keep it close Uh, georgia seventh overall in passing yards florida though uh, only 217, which is 92nd in the league, they will get you on their ground game. Hopefully, and keep that up. Florida average or Florida 31 points a game. Georgia 41 points a game, so a 10 point difference there. And they are getting it. This this Georgia team fourth on defense overall and second on offense overall. I think they're going to exploit this. Uh, Florida defense is just uh, not great on the rush or pass attack. Uh, It it might might be a long day for Florida. I think they can keep it close because of the rain and everything. Uh, Richardson, though, if he has no interceptions, if he has a perfect game, Florida does have a chance, maybe late. uh, Maybe it's a one-score game late in the game, and then Florida has a chance to maybe tie it, maybe take the lead. But uh, they need a heavy ground present in this game because... Uh, they are they average 213 rushing yards a game gotta rely on that gotta get those three yards three yards four yards every down uh, if they want to stay in it Georgia though I think they're just too good on offense and defense top five on everything so uh, give me the Georgia Bulldogs in on this one I think Florida though can keep it closer than 22 and a half at least I would like to think so but Georgia is good next let's go to the ivy leagues yeah we're breaking down the ivy league games this week we got cornell at princeton cornell four and two at six and oh princeton catches game on espn plus um princeton is six and zero, but guys they only have 100 rushing yards on uh per average on the season uh, they need to step that up a little bit But they're only giving up 57 rushing yards on defense Yeah, that's a pretty big statistical difference there uh, They are really stout on defense actually down there at Up there at Princeton Only giving up 270 yards per game Not way under 300 Cornell, on the other hand Giving up close to 400 yards on defense But they're putting up 300 yards uh, through everything uh, On the offensive side of the ball uh, this is going to be a fun matchup to watch. I mean, Princeton slinging the ball there. Leading our receiver, Adria Elizabeth, 40 receptions, 623 yards, which was just remarkable. 623 yards there. Uh, Blake Stenstrom for Princeton, 1600 yards, 10 touchdowns, uh, 200 receptions. So he is slinging that ball, 1600 yards. Jameson Wang for Cornell. 900 yards, or just under 1,000, but he's got 8 touchdowns on the year and only 1 interception. Uh, everything points to Princeton winning this game. I mean, they got a few common opponents here. Cornell beat Brown this past weekend uh, 24-21, while Princeton beat Brown 35-19. to Cornell lost to Harvard 28-25, while Princeton just beat Harvard 37-10. Uh... So it, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I, I love the Ivy League schools. I love uh, watching them, and especially these big-time schools in the Ivy League playing. Uh, give me Princeton in this one, and they continue their undefeated streak at 7-0. and Yeah, give me Princeton over Cornell this weekend. Next, let's move to Ohio State and Penn State. Uh, The number two team in the land, 7-0 on the year Ohio State, going to Happy Valley, number 13, Penn State, who is 6-1. Ohio State is a 15.5-point favorite over Penn State. Somehow, I really don't know how Penn State is still in the top 15. Uh, They just have not looked good to me. Honestly, it's a disservice to to the viewers that this game is not the nighttime, primetime game on ABC. This is an 11 o'clock kick. This is Usually this game is the game, is the primetime game of uh, college football that Saturday night. And, I mean, these two teams are ranked in the top 15. I don't understand why it's not, but I think we all know that Ohio State is going to uh, pretty much win this game. I mean, C.J. Stroud, 2,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, guys. C.J. Stroud, my Heisman lock of the year before the season started, 28 touchdowns to four interceptions. Sean Clifford, who has been there for six years for Penn State, 1,400 yards, 13 touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, Ohio State, I have them as my number one team last week, give out my rankings for college football. Ohio State, a slow start last week versus Iowa, even letting it get tied uh, at 7-7, giving up a fumble return touchdown. Uh, CJ Stroud then went to have 286 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, one interception Iowa man petrus 6 to 14 last week for 49 yards two interceptions oh uh, Iowa is not gonna offense guys we know this but their defense uh Frank had not given up 54 points I think ever at Iowa he gave up uh 50, 54 points to Ohio State last week so I mean they started out awful but they still end up scoring 54 points uh See, I mean, you got C.J. Stroud, guys. This Ohio State offense is fourth in the uh, country uh, with 517 uh, total yards per game, second in the country in points at 49.5. First is uh, Tennessee. Penn State averaging 33 points a game, which is pretty good. But Ohio State is just better in every statistical category, uh, offense, and defense. Uh, defense for Ohio State, uh, Jim Knowles, our new defense coordinator, has his team at second overall, only giving up 239 yards per game total, Thir- uh, only 150 passing yards per game against uh, Sean Clifford, So, um, who is averaging 232, so I think the, this <laughs> Penn State team will maybe have just right at 150 passing yards uh, this game. Ohio State has, has had a weak schedule, going to point that out. I mean, Iowa, Michigan State, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Toledo. Uh, it's not been a great schedule for Ohio State, but they are getting major wins. They're averaging 49 points a game. Uh, their lowest scoring this game this season, 49 points twice. That's their lowest scoring game. Uh, Penn State, on the other hand, you got Auburn. Had an impressive win against Auburn. Thought this Penn State team was going to be pretty good. Uh, win against Central Michigan. Then a five turnover game win over Northwestern. Just get galley by Michigan a few weeks ago, and then big win over Minnesota. But uh, this Penn State team is just pretty much bottom tier of offense and defense. Uh, this is only the Ohio State's second road game on the season. So, I mean, they're obviously 1-0 away from home, but we don't know how good they are on the road. See if that's a major factor. I don't think it will be. Penn State, on the other hand, 4-0 at home. This is their fifth home game of the season. Um, I... I I just like this too much. Uh, Penn, Ohio State has won five straight versus Penn State. I think they keep it keep it at six straight. Uh, it, it hurts Penn State that's, that this is a limited-aim kick as well. It would be much better if they had this at a night game. They'd have a much better chance. But Ohio State uh, gets the win for six straight year over Penn State. I think Penn State can maybe keep it closer than the spread in the second half, but then it just blows up in the fourth quarter. So give me Ohio State in a win in Happy Valley. Uh, next, we got number 20, Cincinnati, heading to UCF. This game is going to probably maybe decide home field advantage in the AAC uh, championship. Is two high-powered offenses. It's going to be a fun game to watch here. Uh, both quarterbacks pretty much even on the year. I mean, looking at the stats right now, uh, Ben Bryant for Cincinnati, 1,700 yards, 15 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Uh, John Plumley for UCF, 1,800 yards, 11 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Uh, these these teams are pretty good. I mean, Gus Malzahn and uh, UCF is finally back. Uh, picked them, I think it was an underdog pick for the AAC. I think I still may have had Cincinnati. Maybe, maybe I had a different team, but uh, I have to go check me in the beginning of the year. UCF is six overall on the offensive side of the football especially getting it done on the ground game where they're averaging 242 yards per game rushing cincinnati pretty stout defense only giving up 300 yards total uh pretty average on their defense of a rushing a and a passing attack uh both share a common opponent of uh SMU, so Cincinnati just beat SMU twenty nine to twenty seven, while UCF beat them forty one to nineteen. So yeah, that that's a pretty big difference there. They also share, um, or actually, yeah, that's it. That's all the only teams that they share. are C- Cincinnati two one on the road, UCF four and one on the road. UCF coming off a uh, loss last week. Against East Carolina, which is not a pretty, pretty loss at all. Cincinnati six and one. Their only loss was to Arkansas. Um, I think this game, this game is going to be fun to watch. I'll be tuning into this game two thirty on ESPN. Since UCF is actually a one and a half point favorite, I think whoever, I think it's just going to come down to those uh, turnover battles. I mean, whoever wins the turnover is obviously uh, is in a much better shot to win this game. I think it comes down to the final drive. In this game and I'm gonna go UCF with a win over Cincinnati uh, keep their hopes alive for the AAC championship and a pretty pretty big win uh, to get them uh, in that position so finally let's move into the final game of the weekend uh, number 19 Kentucky at number three Tennessee Tennessee is a 12 point favorite in this game now I've been high fond in Kentucky all year i but I mean recently I moved to Tennessee as a major uh as a major dog in making the college football playoff but uh 12 points is a lot especially against uh this really good Kentucky team still I'm um, coming off an impressive win against Mississippi state. You just had a bye week this last week, so they've had multi- they've had two weeks to prepare for Tennessee. I uh, just had that unfortunate loss to Ole Miss and South Carolina back to back, where Levis was injured uh, in both games. Um, this is Kentucky's third game away from uh, a game away from their home. So see how they fare on the road. It is a tough environment in Tennessee. It's a night game, six o'clock kick on ESPN. Uh, Tennessee seven zero, uh, like I mentioned, but. Uh, Tennessee is just impressive. I mean, they had that impressive win against Alabama, a dominating win over LSU, which is now just uh, LSU's cooking right now. Had a major win last week over Ole Miss, so that win looks even better. Good win over Florida earlier in the year. Tennessee, they are they are the number one team in points, and the number one team in overall offense. Second league in passing with Heisman contender. Uh, Hinden Hooker, 2,000 yards, 18 touchdowns, and only one interceptions on the air. Will Levis, 1,600 yards, three touch, uh, 13 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. So, Levis, zero turnovers in this game if they want to win. Uh, zero. Hooker, just take care of the ball. I mean, if this is the game where he starts maybe throwing some interceptions, having two interceptions, uh, that could be bad. But, I mean, when you got Jalen Hylet, Hil- Hil- or Hyatt. You can just throw the ball up to him. He's going to get that ball. 40 receptions, 769 yards, 12 touchdowns. In that game against Miami, I believe he had 6 receptions, 5 were touchdowns. So, uh, just remarkable stuff in Tennessee right now. I think Kentucky's kind of got to slow this. Well, they can't really slow this uh, off, uh, slow slow this Tennessee offense from getting on the field because Tennessee, ninth overall and only allowing 91 rushing yards per game. But, Tennessee, dead last in the FBS in passing yards per game, giving up 329. They are dead last in the in FBS in giving up passing yards. So Will Levis has to exploit this Tennessee defense. He needs touchdowns, three touchdowns, maybe four, and they can win this. I mean, they're in a great spot. They're probably going to win this football game if Levis can go for four touchdowns because uh, that Tennessee defense is not great. They're 130, 103rd overall, giving up 420 yards. Kentucky, on the other hand, pretty stout defense, just giving up under 300 yards uh, on their side of the ball, and they're going to need it because Tennessee is almost averaging 30 yards short of 600 total yards. So it is going to be a fun. This game is going to be awesome to watch. I think both quarterbacks are going to ball out. Uh, it is going to be the game of the week. Uh, but I am going with Tennessee in this one. Sorry, Kentucky. I'm giving up on my hype right now. I'm going Tennessee, but I think Kentucky can keep it close. Uh, and I hope they do, because I think this will be a phenomenal matchup in the SEC. All right, that's my college football picks for this weekend. Moving into the final segment, who I share my burger and bra with? I'm giving it to Juice World. We got new music from Juice World, and it is phenomenal. Uh, Juice World, great music. Uh, one of my my favorite artist uh, of all team, time right now so uh just getting new juice world music was awesome hadn't got anything in over in almost over a year from juice world so awesome to finally have some new music from him all right everyone thank you all for listening that was my uh, Take my picks to the bank, my NFL college football picks. Uh, enjoy the World Series, some NBA action, and hopefully your teams win this weekend. Uh, thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe. Make sure you follow on any platform, any streaming platform, podcasting platform at Burgers and Brots. That's Burgers, Brots, And stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brots. Thank you all.